Hi, and welcome to Cash Cow, the show where we talk about finance, accounting, investments, and many more. Join me as we travel to the big world of finance, one step at a time. Hello everybody, good evening once again and welcome to Cash Cow. So today I'd like to talk about something that's come up a lot lately in my personal conversations with people. Uh, today let's talk about ETFs, unit trust and robo-advisors. Now let's go into each of these in turn and then we'll discuss any differences that require some clarity. So ETFs or exchange traded funds are open-ended investment funds listed in and traded uh, real-time on a stock exchange. In other words, an ETF is a security that usually tracks, follows or replicates the performance of a benchmark index but trades on an exchange like a stock. So think of an ETF like a basket of stocks, bonds or other securities which are called index constituents with the basket representing the performance of all the securities within it. Now with units in an ETF, investors can gain exposure to a geographical region, a market, industry or sector, even a commodity such as gold or oil or even a specific investment style such as growth investing or value investing. Now examples of ETFs in Malaysia, I took this from the Bursa Malaysia website on the 12th of September 2020. A few examples, the first one is the Trade Plus Sharia Gold Tracker which is a commodity ETF. It tracks the price of gold. Uh, the FTSE Bursa Malaysia KLCI ETF which are the 30 biggest uh, listed companies on the, on the stock exchange in Malaysia. This is considered an equity ETF. The ABF Malaysia Bond Index Fund, which is a fixed income ETF, and there are so many others. So, if you're interested to learn more, <coughs> excuse me, if you're interested to learn more uh, and about the types of ETFs and uh, invest in them, I suggest reading up on ETFs uh, on sites such as mypf.my, ringgitplus.com. Uh, mypf is mypersonalfinance.my, by the way, or even the Bursa website. Now, also you can check out Mr. Money TV. He's a great financial YouTuber. Uh, his episodes help me a lot. Uh, he has a few episodes on ETFs. I'll link his uh, channel link in the episode description below. Alright, so uh, now that we've covered a bit on ETFs, let's go into unit trust and understand the general definition first. So unit trust, or interchangeably known as a mutual fund, is a fund structure that allows funds to hold assets and provide profits they go straight to individual unit owners instead of reinvesting them back into the fund. Now the term unit trust and mutual fund, as I mentioned, are often used interchangeably. Unit trust is actually uh, more often used in the British Commonwealth, while mutual fund is more widely used in the United States. But here in Malaysia, we use both, but um, I think the more popular term is mutual fund. So fund managers run the unit trust uh, and trustees are often assigned to ensure that the fund is run according to its uh, goals and objectives. The funds are pooled together and used to invest into stocks, bonds and other securities and other assets such as commodities. So a person can invest into the fund by buying two units. Uh, the unit's price reflects the net asset value of the fund. The NAV is the market value of the assets held by the fund in very simple terms. Now, we have a general idea of what ETFs and unit trusts are. Unit trusts are the funds where the uh, you know investors can pool their money and uh, invest into stocks, bonds and other things, while ETFs is a sort of tracker or security that tracks the performance of a basket of funds or assets or securities. Now let's look into a few differences uh, between this, besides the one I just mentioned, let's let's go into a few differences and then maybe we'll have a clearer picture of the whole thing. So the first difference is unit trust units are usually bought from an agent or financial advisor 
usually they call a you know financial consultant or whatever term they use whereas ET- etfs can be bought uh, from the stock market directly such as bursa so you can go to bursa your stock broker and then you can directly buy an etf now secondly unit trust unit value of price is calculated daily so it'll be fixed throughout the day while etfs they'll be more or less fluctuating like a regular stock so if you check at 4 o'clock uh, in the afternoon well, it'll be different than uh, you know uh, earlier 9 a.m on the same day so thirdly uh, unit trust are what's called an actively managed fund which means the fund manager has to actually pick the individual constituents of fund he has to go and choose the stocks and uh, do his analysis and whatsoever while etfs are just tracking a basket of stocks so they pass they're not actively managed they're passively managed such as uh, for example they just track the top 30 companies on klse so because of this the fee for buying into unit trust are usually higher than that of etfs a very good uh, book that i've read uh, some time back uh, is actually unshakable by tony robbins he touched a lot about uh, unit trust and etfs and uh, mutual funds and he goes a lot into the details of them and why he chooses one over the other i think if you're really interested in unit trust and etfs you should have this uh, book checked up all right now we've covered some ground on etfs and unit trust now let's go into robo advisors which is uh, the hot new term of recent times i'm sure you've heard it but uh, in case you're not sure what it means let's go, let's uh, look into the definition so robo advisors are digital platforms that provide automated algorithm driven financial planning services with very little or no human supervision now a typical robo advisor collects information from their clients uh, about their financial situation and their goals through a s- online survey of sorts and then uses the data to offer advice and automatically invest the client's assets Now in Malaysia there are several robo advisors that are available for us to use such as Stashaway, Wahid, uh, Mytio and Raise. And those are some of the robo advisors that are available to use and they're very um easy to step into. Uh, so why actually do people go into robo advisors or consider it as a, a tool for investing? Besides the convenience and the low barrier to entry with a very minimum investment, robo advisors have a really low management fee. because they're not as actively managed as a mutual fund i mean uh, in the way they run things because of all the assistance by the algorithms so no experience uh, besides this no experience is required to set up a robo advisor account so you can just go in log in to your you know create your stashway account and you can get started right away with a very low investment you can even you know give it a try for fun with even 10 ringgit However, robo advisors sometimes avoided by seasoned seasoned investors as they probably have their own strategy or logic behind their investments. I know of a few people who are seasoned investors and they don't re- uh, really buy into the whole robo advisor thing because they would rather have their own um you know uh, principles behind their investments. But for laymen, uh, I feel that robo advisors are a very good option to step into investing. So that's um that's about it for robo advisors uh, that's the whole general idea i'll go probably in the future uh, into more details and all this but if you'd like to start investing in robo advisors uh, i suggest you have i give you a few resources to get started i think uh, the first resource i give you is a youtube channel uh, by suin ong i have mentioned a channel before in a past episode i'll again link her channel in the episode description she does a lot of uh, episodes on stashaway and other Uh, robo advisors and she also gives you updates on the performance which is great so you'll be able to know without you actually investing your money uh, before you actually do so then there's a lot of uh, posts by this person called no money la 
and there's a website i'll link his website on uh, on the episode description as well he gives some excellent reviews on robo advisory platforms he tries them on and puts some reviews on his website so you can check them out before you you know make your choice on which stash away or hate might your race um now full disclosure the only robo advisor i use personally is stash away um i would love to try the others someday but for now i'm just going to stick with stash away so if you have any questions on any of the topics we've discussed earlier or on stash away in particular you can drop me a message i can even provide you a referral link where you can actually uh, enjoy a certain number of months uh, of the management fee waived off so uh, just let me know if you need, if you're interested and we can just have a chat about it and i can help you with the registration process so um stash away is is i mean i have used it for some time I, i'm very happy with um, the returns that i'm getting from it and it's also very interesting because it's launched uh, stash away it's launched something called stash away simple which is uh, you know prepared, uh, it's 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 uh, how to say some people have stated that it's a competitor for fixed deposits because of the returns and because of the current opr the low opr rate in malaysia so it's very interesting i'll probably touch into this into a different episode um but you should check it out if you are i mean uh, my uh, sorry stashway simple gives a lower return than the normal stashway but the risk index is also much much lower so you can check that out as well um all right so i think that's all for today but you need trust etfs and robo advisors if you have any questions just as usual drop me a message and before we go i just uh, want to share something I'd like to recommend a particularly excellent podcast episode that I listened to uh, recently. It's really moved me uh, and it's actually Tim Ferriss's uh, interview of Hugh Jackman on the Tim Ferriss show. Now, I don't normally uh, recommend podcast and all this on um Cash Cow, but I'm doing this because it was such an excellent episode and I feel it gives so much value. Uh I wouldn't consider myself a huge Jackman fan or anything but this episode was so full of great takeaways that I couldn't help but love it and my eyes even watered up in some of the parts that he was talking about the person's true calling and all of this. So I'll link that in the episode description as well. I hope you can check it out if you have the time. So that's all for today's episode of Cash Cow. Once again, I thank you for your time. May your assets ever outweigh your liabilities. This was Cash Cow and good night.